to this week's episode of Black Girl Brizunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank y'all so much for tuning in. This is the second week of 2023. I'll repeat, this is the second week of 2023. I feel like 2023 started for me officially yesterday, which was Monday. Yeah, I'm trying to look at my ca- my um my um planner. Um yeah, so I basically didn't do fuck all. It's like, well, but <laughs> no, today on my planner it says podcast. Tomorrow it says Black Girl Brunch promo. Um, I will do that. And the gym. I will not do that because currently I, <laughs> when it comes to the gym, I am homeless because I have no home gym. <laughs> it's so hard to find a good gym membership though. These days. But I know where I want to go. It's just that I had stopped paying them for a minute and I hopefully they forgot about it. But oh, you just gotta, no, you gotta do is ask for forgiveness. They'll like, oh yeah, they'll, they'll let you be. And also, y'all, um, I started selling clothes again, so I tomorrow I have to go to the post office after work. Mm. So, because I don't trust the UP, the UPS guy that comes to my job to drop off packages because he don't wear a mask. So, <laughs> and I say this because we work, I work at a like a like a doctor's office, and he don't wear a mask. So, yeah, you, and we you, asked you him to breathe for that. We asked him to put one on, and he like was like. Mm. I'm like, Ew. you're dirty. <laughs> you're so dirty. It's like, we trying to warn you. Like, we literally have COVID positive people every day. But, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, sorry to jump into the show like that. But yeah, I'm just looking at my planner and I'm not, to all my people who write planners and sometimes not go by everything, don't be too hard on yourself. That's what I'm doing. In January, I'm, I am wrote in my planner and I'm not like, if I don't follow everything, that's okay. Like for instance, on Sunday, I did meal prep. I meal prepped. I didn't write in my journal, but I meal prepped and I didn't do laundry because I didn't have to. So I'm like, at least I did that. The big thing was the meal prepping. That was the big thing. I did it. Yeah. I'm so happy. I'm happy that you're, you filled it out. Like to me, that's the hard part, like filling it out. Um, and then like you said, following it is the second, like, you know, challenging part, but you're doing your best. You do, you're the whole point is that you're trying. Yup. And I have to change some stuff in it because, um, well, we're going to get into it at the end of the show, but yeah. Yay. Let's get into it. Let's get into the show. So our pay for Yes. You know, it's a new year. That don't mean things are easy. We're just sharing four things that have been getting us through life. And guess what? We have been getting through life. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> this is why I shouldn't be texting people, but I'll tell you after the show, but you're going to laugh. <laughs> so the four things <laughs> that has been getting me through life, I would have to say... One, I've been talking about it now, and I know a lot of people probably think this is my hyperfixation at the moment, but I have been collecting dolls since I was a child, so it's not something new. It's something that I have been doing since I was five years old. I have dolls that are over 25 years old in my house. That is crazy as shit to say. They are so old that the accessories have fallen because the rubber bands have disintegrated. Um, (laughs) I have 
original Spice Girl dolls from 1997. So, anyway, <laughs> like, I literally have it's been... the tone of voice <laughs> since 1997. <laughs> because I feel like some people probably think that, like, it's a new hyperfixation for me, and it's not. And even like, if it is, and it's even okay it to is. have hyperfixations to get... you right. It, I can think of worse hyperfixations, like, uh, you know, fixating you know, on people, like, stalking and stuff like that. <laughs> like, crazy, you, you're, you're trying to get dolls. Like, that's... No bother, you, nobody. Right. So, that's what getting me through it. Getting back to doll collecting because I've always collected dolls and like toys and stuff like in my basement I have like a big bin and I have like some like knickknack paddywhacks like stuff like that <laughs> I always love like Hello Kitty stuff and like Hi Hi Puffy Yama Yume like I have like little like trinkets and stuff so I've always collected dolls and toys so I'm getting back into that and it's so exciting to me um yeah, it's so exciting to me. And I'm like, yes, like, I'm just getting back to my hobbies, um, the things that I did to, like, you know, keep me, like, you know, just energized because um, I, like, stopped doing stuff like this, like, when I turned 18 because I felt like... Um, I have to focus on like the real world. And like, I went to college straight after school. So I'm like, I felt like no, like, I felt like playing video games and collecting toys and doing, like, I would collect like little stuff here and there, but I was like, no, nah, like passive about it because I'm like, no, I have to focus on getting a job. And I'm like, you know, we're nuts. So I'm like that. I say that to say like, y'all, if you have a hobby, a fun hobby, do not give it up. Like, mm -hmm. do not let capitalism win, even though, like, technically, um, I'm an over-consumer because of my dolls. But I'm like, don't let them win. Like, indulge in your hobbies. That's yeah. why I, like, said this, like, whole spew. Because, like, it's so important that we all have hobbies. Like, to me, like, for instance, like, going to the gym, I used to be like, oh, that's my hobby. But it's really not. <laughs> because I don't really like it that much. I just do it because I feel like I have to, as a human, mm. do that. I feel like humans need to exercise. So I this is something I feel like I have to do, like eating. But um a hobby, I feel like, but if that's your hobby, that's cool too. But I'm like, indulge in your hobbies. Yeah, be um, real, be real with yourself about what that hobby is. Exactly. Don't have because I thought I thought that like, oh, that's the adult thing to say. Like, oh, the gym is my hobby. But like in reality, it's really not. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. Um, the other thing that's helping me is thinking about my future, getting so excited, thinking about myself on the red carpet, thinking about myself, yes. like what I'm going to wear, like, like making mood boards and like what, like, um, like pieces that I would want people to pull. Like for instance, I was watching, um, if I was say one thing to know about me is I'm a super Spice Girls fan. So I was looking at Spice Girls live, um, videos. I think it was, um, Spice Girls live in Istanbul, Istanbul. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, uh, Istanbul, um, I guess, <laughs> but, um, somebody will correct me, but I think I'm sorry. Go it's ahead. Okay. <laughs> Jerry Spice had on this corset and I loved it so much. And I wrote that down and went like in my like manifestation like notes. And I'm like, I want that corset or a corset like this pulled for me to wear. Mm. Um, so like thinking about stuff like that is like keeping me excited and like keeping little notes and being like, oh, I want to do like when I have the funds, I want this pull for me. I want this. Like just think about little stuff like that. That's getting me very excited. Yes. Um Actually, I probably, after we get off here, that's probably what I'll, like, write in my journal about. 
Um, my third thing is my friends. So I really need my friends right now. Mm. And I feel like going, like, for instance, me and Iman, we went to brunch on New Year's Day, which was so fun. Um, it made me so happy, like, because I, we didn't do anything New Year's Eve and I was content with it. I didn't want to do anything. I wanted to decompress. I just wanted to think about, you know, everything I just wanted to be alone and then the next day we got brunch and that was so fun um it was so fun and unexpected and last minute we didn't even we just was aimless we it started because both of us was like I don't really feel that good and you were like I don't feel that good either and I'm like you want to go for a walk mm-hmm. it's like yeah let's go for a walk fast forward we took like a little itty bitty walk I was like you want to get something to eat it's like yeah you want to walk downtown to get it sure we walked <laughs> wait we walked like 20 blocks yeah <laughs> there, there and back <laughs> and then it was like you want to get a shot you want to drink some things you want to get some ice cream you want to go to Target? You want to get some seaweed? It was like, you want to get some Doc Martens with me? Like, Sabrina <laughs> got Doc Martens. It just was like an adventure that I'm like, it reminded me of like what we did when we were younger, when we would just like end up on South Street. Yes, I love to And then be exploring so all day. Like, I like to be, I like to explore at my own pace with no pressure to, to have too much fun. It's just like, exactly. let the fun happen. I don't mm-hmm. want to end up anywhere where, there, where there's loud music. I don't want to mm-hmm. get too drunk. I just like <laughs> to have a little bit of fun, you know? Exactly. And um, me and myself and Iman, we do not like high stakes stuff. So <laughs> that's why we are great friends because we don't like calamity collision stuff where like there's potential for escalation like we don't like that kind of stuff so it was just like it was such a great day because like we went to like looked at a bookstore and like we just did so many like fun things and i'm like yeah calamity free <laughs> it was definitely calamity <laughs> free like free i day. loved that that and um then we went to the movies this past weekend oh my god we didn't even put that in the outline to talk about yeah megan <laughs> yes what we saw megan <laughs> mother we saw mother it was so <laughs> that movie was so fucking good i want to see it again i want to go back to the movies to see it again. i want to see it again but i, I want to go to like a cute movie theater because y'all Child. the movie theater we went to was so bangy like it was so it was the, ghetto it was ghetto as hell like this guy was snoring next to me people was arguing in the front but they was like arguing quietly um kids but my shoulders were so high when the two people in front of us was arguing because like let me you know how when it's dark in front of you and you can't see what somebody look like but i saw the width of this guy's neck <laughs> and i said if he get up and he starts swinging we all going down <laughs> yeah. big bitch I'm sorry. it was too that crazy man was big like his neck was like looked like a tree stump i was Girls like oh lord trying to steal our seats like these women literally tried to bully this first of all somebody in front of us let them get in front of them in the snack line and i'm like see that's that was on you that was bad on you because like yeah. you should let nobody get in front of you when you got a line full of people and then i'm expecting a woman to like get some i don't know like sour patches or some shit but she's like online it says y'all all booked up and he's like yeah we only have one seat and she's like but when i went in there i ain't see nobody and i said and she's taking up space in line i said to sabria if i go in there and i see them in our seat after somebody just have excused them, I'm going to lose my mind. How about 
we go in and sit down and we see these same old biddies in our seat. Like, y'all fucking 57 years old then breaking they the gonna rules. they're going to ask, what's y'all seat number? It don't fucking matter. What's Rise your up. seat number? You don't have one. And then they tried to sit in the seats next to us and then the girls came, the seats was, so they eventually left. Like, and I'm like, you, you want to see Megan that bad? It's And it's Philly, like, and, honestly. And you, the gag is they missed their first show and that's why they wanted to go to that one. I was listening. And I'm like, well, if you didn't miss that, then you would have been able to see it. And then I was eavesdropping too, and they was on the phone with somebody who was at the movie theater at the fashion district. And I'm like, why don't you just discombobulate it? So like, you guys, half, half your party is down, it's 10 miles away on the other side of the city. And then you go, this is, y'all, y'all might as well sit, sit, sit on the floor. That is so messy, like messy ass. That was night. a ghetto ass movie theater. And I think we only went there because it was reclining chairs. Like, exactly, that's the- but never again. But yeah, if we see Megan again, well, when we see Megan again, we will go to somewhere nice. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, I just was like so excited. I'm like, oh, like we went to the movies. Like, again, no, um, like low calamity, like no calamities. <laughs> um, it was just like, I mean, the craziest thing was we ate all that fucking popcorn and like God is real because we, I thought I was going to have a fucking stroke. Like (laughs) my head was so tight when I left there and I was trying to drink so much water, but my head was so fucking tight. The the corners of my mouth was burning. I was like, why did we do that? I mean, mean, that fucking popcorn was so good though. And when you're not used to having unhealthy stuff like that, you remember why it's good. Oh, by by the way, the popcorn at the movies is vegan. Yes. Double check, double check like your local movie theater, Mm -hmm. but I a lot of it is just used fake sodium and oil. So it's not real <laughs> butter that's on it. And we can eat it. My head was about to fucking bust. Like, it felt like I had <laughs> Botox. Like, I felt like my eyebrows was all the way up in my, my forehead. My fingers and feet was swelling. I was like, oh, that was I, a bad idea. And I kept on, when I got home, I kept on, nothing was helping. Like, I kept on trying to drink all this water, but it was just not We helping. can't do that again. Not at this Yeah, age. that shit was crazy. But that, <laughs> that popcorn was good as fuck. I can't even lie. You know it's good when you take your fist and be like <laughs> putting it in your mouth. And then we had the little pretzel bites too. Like yes. shit was popping. Watermelon, uh, watermelon sour patches. Yeah, and I, didn't, I think I ate my sour patches once I got home. And I said, oh, oh I didn't. damn. I but, ate them in the movie theater. <laughs> oh, shout out to the little boy that worked at the concession stand. He gave a, a free box of um, sour patches. Yes, period. Like he was so sweet for that. Shout yes. out to you, King. Yes, Lil King. Oh my God, we so whatever. Y'all already used to this. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, my friends, because I feel like I definitely. And then we gonna out on an excursion this weekend, like Sunday Monday. Shout out to our Sunday Monday with their Deandra. That's what it is. Like no chance anybody, but like I really need to be around like my girls. Like I feel like yes, that's what I need. Friends. I need to be like my girls, my girls. Like that's what. <laughs> That's what I need. So it's very exciting and refreshing. I love it. Um, And the last thing is, it kind of ties in to, I guess, like everything. Love. So thinking about like just love, like it can be like romantic love. It could be like loving your friends, loving your family. Like just like thinking about how much more love I can give and how much love I can experience. So that's what's keeping me going. It's making me very exciting. And what helps really is um I'm listening to this audiobook. I'm kind of annoyed that I ordered the book on Thrift Books um because I was trying to be responsible. But somebody stole my book. 
Um, I hope if they threw it in the trash, somebody finds it and reads it. But anyway, I'm reading Be Not Afraid of Love by, um, well, I'm listening to, but I, I am going to actually order the physical copy because I want to get the physical because another thing I collect is books but I want to get the physical copy because there are parts in the book that I want to highlight because they just stuck out to me so I want to like go back and like look at those because I feel like the it's just so important um yeah I'm reading Be Not Afraid of Love by Mimi Zhu Zhao, I think that's how you pronounce their last name, is Z-H-U. Um, and it's a book about, um, it's about, it's a memoir about how they, you know, got over um, their abusive relationship, um, mm-hmm. like romantic relationship, and how like just dealing with that, um, I'm like almost done it, um, but they're like talking about like how to even though you go through all of that, like how you can still like give love a shot. Um, mm. So that's been like making me very excited, like reading that book and like not having, it's very important for me to not have bitterness in my heart. Cause I feel like that's something that I struggle with, especially when it comes to like the, when relationships and, and things like that, like I really struggle with like, you know, the feeling of bitterness and I don't want to have that. Mm. So I'm like very excited instead of like, you know, having that I'm genuinely like, I'm not even being fake about it. I'm very excited about experiencing love and giving love and like just the, how it's just like love is really endless and true love, love that doesn't hurt love. That is like, just makes me feel like, (sighs) Like free. free pouring, just free pouring. Yes, love. exactly. Yeah. And and another thing is, um, I know a lot of people like to shit on audiobooks, but I would definitely suggest to listen to the audio book because they do a thing in between chapters where they breathe in and they breathe out mm. because the chapters are like a lot of they're like heavy. So before they start a new chapter, it's literally them on the book like just breathing in and breathing out. Like the beginning of the book, they tell you to like close your eyes. Breathe in and breathe out, and then they continuously do that. That's how you know the next chapter has started. Mm, I love so, that. Yeah, I love so a deep it's, moment. So it's really good that way. Um, and it's important because it's a book, but oh my God, sorry. It's okay. Re- speaking of the Rex is FaceTime me. Um, you are bruncher and you know we record on Tuesday. So anyway, um, <laughs> you're, you're assuming that Rex cares about us. Exactly. But yeah, I, it's an important book because it is written by a non-binary um person of color. Mm. Um so I feel very like comfortable and very seen um listening to the book and even though they're not black person, they definitely bring up black women's experiences. <laughs> And things like that, how it relates to, like, you know, love and, like, our bodies, blah, 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 stuff like that. So, reading that is really helping me navigate and not to be bitter. I'm so so excited to actually listen to that myself. You make it sound like a must-read for anybody trying to, like, accept love, whether it be self-love or love from others. And to love better, like, it sounds like a really good read. And it's good because, obviously, I mean, I want to read um, Bell Hooks. Um... 
obviously because I feel like as I got get older, that's like a must read. But it's I love this book because it's written by somebody like my around my age. So it's like hearing somebody my age be able to navigate through this and be sound so profound and just like I'm like, holy shit. Like I know sometimes I'll be like, oh my generation, blah blah blah. But I'm like, holy shit, like this is really this book, because it just came out August of last year. I'm like, this is going like in a like decades from now people are going to be suggesting this next to bell hooks like mark mm, my words okay it's one of that. that's what I'm i am really excited I all right that was an amazing four um oh, i just want to double down on friends even though like i don't want to like i feel like we talked about i literally had that on my list like those two moments like just back to back hanging out i feel like sometimes with us like life can get busy and like while we meet every week on this podcast we can have moments of like not hanging out so it's nice to kind of like find our way back in a way like because that's friendship like you have these ways but then like you find your way back and it's just like beautiful to be able to do that after like 15 years sorry sounds like we're married but kind of <laughs> in a way we are um but uh moving forward with my list the first thing is going to be like fitness i've been like thinking taking things to a new level because like Fitness is my hobby because I don't work out like really hard. (laughs) I know that sounds crazy, but I don't do it. Like I have a a back injury. Like a lot of people know I was in a car accident. Um, I have uh, asthma. I just don't enjoy um, high intensity things. Um, And I've been finding success in just like finding out how to like be easy on my body and maximize my results. Like I feel like people have been teaching us that you have to do like crazy things and you really don't find whatever you like to do and simply do that because doing that is more impactful than trying to do what other folks tell you to do and then quitting and just like walking away. Mm -hmm. So if you like to walk on a treadmill and be on your phone for 20 minutes, do that. Don't make nobody make you feel like you have to like run or you have to be on a stair stepper on level 17 or you have to be lifting 1000 pounds. There are some people who don't do cardio at all. Like my cousin looks great. All she does is lift weights and that's good on her. That's what she likes to do. There are some people who are going to do Pilates. They're going to kickbox. We're going to do yoga. And it's just like, whatever. For me, I'm a, I'm, I love cycling. I love, um, I love uh, the stair stepper on a like a decent level so that it's not like it's challenging enough for me, but I don't feel like my heart is racing out my chest because again, once I get to not being able to breathe, it affects me for like days. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just like simple, like stretching, getting my playlist together. Like I've been trying all these new um, supplements like uh, spirulina, ashwagandha, mushroom coffees, like really getting into my health and wellness and like keeping it fresh. Because I feel like that's the only way I can be consistent if I'm trying something new. Like, I've been looking into, like, alkaline diets and what that might mean for me. Um, I've been, like, thinking about, like, um, like getting into this... Uh, this what's it called Pilates class, like with the machine. I always wanted to try that. Um, another thing is that like my girlfriend goes to this really, really, really cool gym in our area and it's super duper expensive, but she's been talking to me about like the amenities and stuff. And I was like, I have a certain goal I want to reach, like a certain like savings goal. But once I reach that, I promise that my reward to myself is going to be this fancy gym. So I'm like really trying to like lean into like any way to keep myself motivated motivated 
Because the bottom line for me is like, I got two people that I'm, or three people that I'm trying to make happy. That's present Iman, that's five-year-old Iman, and that's 80-year-old me, Iman. And so I feel like 80-year-old Iman is going to be very, very happy with that. So it's like, and also I can't even work some days until I go take a walk. Like it's just about mental clarity. So I really needed the, uh, my fitness and wellness to get me by these days. Next serum. Okay. So I took this like little gig over the holidays just because like I thought I would need some extra money. And look, I'm happy I did. I have since given that job up because I can't do it no more. I cannot work 17 million jobs no more. I'm not who I used to be. Thank God. you. Yes, girl. But here's the bright side. When I was working this job, I was like surrounded by all these different products and I got a chance to try all these different serums on my hands. And it kind of made me excited by skincare again because for a long time I've just been doing my regular like you know my kills old faithful but I'm like there's still some opportunity to step things up with like my with my serums so I've been using like these M14 peel pads by um Blue Mercury so if anyone's like trying to get into like um add good acids for their skin I would recommend these peel pads as a great place to start. So they're like serum infused pads with like salicylic and glycolic acid, and they will help to like turn your skin over. They also have some hydration um, pads. They have vitamin C pads. I've been trying this new under eye serum slash cream by Kat Berkey. It's amazing. Um, I reintroduced the Hydro Plump. Um, it's like a hydration, it's like a drink of water for your skin serum by um Kills. And I've also been thinking about like b- like body serums too. Uh Ooh. also shout out to Jameer um uh, for Christmas. He gave me this pharmacy toner for my skin and it's like a BHA, which is like another like very gentle acid that helps with your skin. And especially if you are somebody who like has issues with like discoloration. If you have um, issues with like acne, like BHAs, all these different acids that I'm talking about, they help to gently exfoliate to like reveal better skin. Another, it's just it's just really exciting to like get to that level where I understand what these acids do. And obviously, Old Faithful for me is vitamin C. I ran out of vitamin C for like one month. And it was just one of those things where it was like, it's Christmas time. I'm not really supposed to be buying things for myself. That did not let, I had to, I literally got that vitamin C the week before Christmas. I'm like, I can't do it. Like my skin without vitamin C is just not it. So had to do vitamin C. And we're taking a long time, but I don't care. Like I feel like A4 is everyone's favorite thing anyway. Like let's be real. (laughs) Would Um, that be too harsh for me? That stuff? Vitamin C? No, the other serums you're talking about, like the BHA. No, it would not be too uh, harsh for you, but I, uh, it's, I feel like it's for everyone, but how often you do it will depend on how oily you are. Some people can use a BHA, AHA type of acid on their skin every day. The, I would say that's a person that is very oily, probably acneic, like, you know, having issues with their skin. Somebody like you, once or twice a week max. Me, three times a week. Okay. Yeah. Good. So yeah, it's for everybody, but just it's just the cadence in which you do it. But yeah, you can try some next time you're over. Mm-hmm. Um, next 
traveling. I have been so excited about traveling. I booked my first trip to get my digital nomad life started. So in, um, at the end of this month, I'll be in Atlanta and I'm real excited about that. Um, if you got some cool spots, like let me know. Some folks have already told me about slutty vegan. I got a whole list of places, but now it's just about like scaling it down because I'm not going to be there for that long. But Atlanta is like the first place I'm getting started. And just, I keep looking at TikTok and all these other places. And like, my problem is that I'm getting so anxious that sometimes I'm, I'm spending most of my days daydreaming. Like, what's my outfit? What restaurant am I going to be in? What content am I going to make? Like, it's hard for me to be present. And I'm like, <laughs> I need to focus on this job because that's what's going to pay me to go there. <laughs> but I'm just manifesting that Black Girl Brunch will, like, get, take us traveling. And that's just the expectation. That's the world. I love seeing new things. Like, I love adventure, wandering around, looking around. Like, that's just my favorite thing. And uh, I'm just hyped. to Like, that's just getting me through this year, thinking about that. And finally, I've been sleeping. I have been resting. I've been in the house. Like, I knew when I, like, moved in with my mom, like, I mourned my space. Like, that was the number one thing. I kept thinking about how, like, I'm not going to have a space of my own. I mean, I have a space of my own, but I'm not going to have an apartment of my own fully to myself where I can just go run away from the world. I'll be back home with my mom. One, I I forgot that everyone in my mom's house is grown now. Like, I don't, there's no children there. It's just like a more calm house. Two, I don't have the same responsibilities that I've had when I was like running a a space, you know, like when you have an apartment, you do the dishes, you do the laundry, you clean everything. You, it's just constant you responsibility. You buy everything, toilet tissue, mouthwash, like it's just so much. And it's like, after doing that for so long, I feel so fortunate that I get a break, break. Like the other day I sorted my clothes and took a nap and I woke up all the clothes were clean and folded on the table. I said, huh? Who did this? And it was my mom. Like She folded. You know I love being a mom. She folded all my clothes for me. And I was like, <laughs> while I was sleeping with the dog. And then the other day, I made some <laughs> dishes. I went to the bathroom, came back downstairs. My mom dried the dishes. Off. They were done. I don't take out the trash anymore. Like, it's just so much that, like, I don't do. And, like, I've been fully taking advantage of it. Like, it went from, like, accidentally, like, letting people do things for me, for me completely avoiding responsibilities in the house. Like, when I hear people be like, oh, we need help, like, I literally be like, no one can prove that I heard that. <laughs> no one can prove that I heard somebody extra help and I just turned the TV up louder. No one can, no one can prove that. <laughs> Eva, yo, I'll you be having my feet crossed. I, I'll be like telling my little brother, I'm like, can you bring me up some water? And he'll do it. <laughs> can you, you put some water on for me, some tea? Mom, I don't feel good. You think you can make me some soup? Like, I just really been like milking it because I'm like, I know it's going to be over soon. So I'm like, no, I'll, ne- I'll this will be the last time I move back home. So I'm like, I have to really, 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 really like just take it in. <laughs> So yeah, that's it. That's what, <laughs> that's how I've been getting through. Like, child, I'll be knocked out in this house. Knocked out. And again, I'm proud of you for that too. Yes. And I go over other people's house and fall asleep too. That's the best part. Like people think that I'm coming over <laughs> to keep them company. That's thing you know, I still feel somebody putting a blanket around me. Like, no, like I actually, I'm, this is not my year of grinding. Like if things, things will 
I'm confident that things will fall into place without me doing that, but it really don't got no other choice but to fall in place because I'm going to be sleeping this year. Like, I've just been extra tired, and that means when your body tells you to go to sleep, you go rest. You go sit down. Yeah, it's time to go night-night. Kind of go night-night. So, yeah, that's what's been getting me through. All right, so let's talk about toast for us, shall we? Um, This little queen right here just turned 11 years old. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Blue Ivy. I can't believe that Blue Ivy is 11 years old. I just feel like that little girl is just so amazing. And you sent me um, Miss Tina's um, birthday message. And it was literally like she can dance. She can sing. She does poetry. She can cook. She loves science. I'm like, I feel like this is truly Solange's niece and Beyonce's child. Like, this is just such an excellent little girl. I love that. And, like, I just hope she is, had a stellar birthday. Yeah. I hope it was a rocker. <laughs> I hope she had a rock star birthday. Exactly. Happy birthday, Blue. Happy birthday. All right. Moving on into tea time. So, Shamar Moore is expecting his first child at 52 years old. Which is, like, really cool to hear. I Me. actually... <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> I didn't know Shamar Moore was 52, but then I see this picture of him with a fedora to the uh, cock to the side, and I'm like, yep, okay. And also, you ever... You never see when I keep on posting those videos of him, like, this is for all my baby girls. That's my favorite video. I know, but I just... I feel like... <laughs> I feel like other people think that's a joke, but I'm like, that's so nice. He like, this is for all my baby girls. He like, and I haven't forgot about you. Like, that's so 52-year-old. <laughs> like, I feel like people in their 50s really, like, obviously, like, we all have friends that we have on social media. But they, like, celebrities that's, like, in their 50s or, like, old heads that got, like, a big following on, like, Facebook, they really be like, the, yeah, the people, what I got to, I got to, <laughs> they be like, I didn't post today. I got to apologize to my following. <laughs> No, they but um, he said I see. You. He said I'm stalking, I'm lurking, and I see you looking. <laughs> you see my he be like to all my peeps out there. Follow me on Instagram. I'm just getting over COVID. He said, he was- I'm okay. <laughs> you know, just had some sniffles, but I'm back. Um, he was at the real Shamar Moore. <laughs> they no, they it, names always like that. It be a watermark um, at Shamar Moore under the video of him talking about COVID. He been a blanket with sunglasses on. You're like, where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> or they like post a selfie and they be like, just getting over COVID. It's like, what? <laughs> Did he smile Did you see the picture Janet Jackson posted of the guy who paid ghosts for his birthday? Oh, yeah. What? I'm like, yo, this is crazy to me. But I feel like my favorite video that old heads do is when they walk in on set and they're like, all right, back with the fam. It's like somebody eating a sandwich in the back. Like, nobody's prepared for you to record. But anyway, he's having a baby. Uh, and that's really great news because it's his first child. I feel like he waited to an appropriate age, 52, to have a child. I feel like that's how, how old everybody needs to be. 
in order, with an like, exception of people who can't carry at that age. But you know what I mean? Like, it's just like he waited. Like, you know when you have a child of 52, you want that baby. I'm just happy for him. He gonna be like in his 90s. When, All right. I was trying when, not to think about that. He, I can't stop thinking about I was like, well, I work with seniors, so sorry. <laughs> All I think about is aging. But yeah, he's going to be in his 90s when his kid is like 29. But Sorry. I feel like the most well-rounded people I know had older parents. Yeah, that's true. Like, you ever have, like, um <laughs> a friend in well, middle school? Sorry, I just thought about somebody, but I can't say. <laughs> oh, damn. Damn, damn, yeah. damn. Well, I had, when I had friends in middle school and they mom picked them up and they mom was 62, I was like, damn. But then I was also like, <laughs> but I was <laughs> Or sometimes, but I feel like his kid would be cool because that mom is in her 40s. Well, she about she 40. to be 40. Yeah. yeah. But, but no, but I think about those kids, they was like, they were well behaved <laughs> and they didn't play no games. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't act up on the bus because they was I wish these kids stopped making noise. Like, that was how those kids were because they had, like, older parents. Yeah. But he's having a baby girl. Nah, I just feel like it's your he's having he's a baby having, girl. He's oh, my God. He is going to be... This goes out to all my baby girls. <laughs> He's having he will, a baby he girl. He'll be like, well, guess what, baby girls? I'm having a baby girl. <laughs> well, I'm happy for him uh, and his uh, baby mom girlfriend since 2017. Uh, good luck to them. Yeah, um, that's very... I'm glad they went. Because it's cold... Cr- I said, it's cold cranky. Why can't I talk? It's so crazy. Because I literally was just looking him up recently. And I was like, wait, he don't have no kids? And then I was like, I don't know. I do this random thing where I'd be like, wouldn't it be funny if I had a baby by this person? What? Um, I don't know. Please don't ask me. It's a very... In- it's an intrusive thought I always have. It is very weird. I cannot rationalize it. I always think of random celebrities that have no kids. And I'd be like, wouldn't it be funny if I gave them their first baby? What? Um, I... So here's the thing. If you told me that you and Shamar Moore were having a child together, I was like, holy, sh- wait, hold on. Rewind. When did y'all even meet? Where? And I feel like that's something that you would do. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what you would do. I thought you were going to LA, but I said, I ain't tell you. I'm like, why would you pick that to be the secret? I would be angrier about the secret versus the pregnancy. I have a really bad habit of doing stuff because I think it's funny and like I need to stop. But a big intrusive thought I have is like giving somebody their first bit. Like cele- it's usually celebrity men. I'd be like thinking about it. I'm like, oh my god, he don't have a child. Like, wouldn't it be funny? Like John Cena. I would be thinking about that all the time. I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if I gave John Cena his first baby? He's like, wouldn't it be funny if I gave Keanu Reeves his first baby? <laughs> I really be thinking about shit like that. Damn. So if anybody want to know what I be thinking about when I'm quiet, it's oh Friday. Oh, God. I thought you were about to say, if anybody want to have a baby with me, I'm about to say, and that's a, that's a wrap. Oh, um, hell no. Yes. <laughs> so let's get into our baby girl, Tabitha Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Vegan baby girl. Um, <laughs> I'm so happy. Like, the thing is... Tabitha Brown did what I did not have the strength to do. <laughs> and I'm so happy because... <laughs> what was no. that? that Hear me think? out. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. So I always wanted to be the first vegan who to have a show on Food Network. Oh, yeah. And like the first... Like I wanted to be like a black vegan, like, you know, spoke... Like 
I wanted to like do that. But I just was like, I want to do it, but I don't really feel like taking the initiative because there's so many other things I'm passionate about. And I am passionate about this, but I just don't know how. I don't feel like, and bam, there goes Tabitha Braille. And I'm like, she did it. Because the only reason why I wanted to do it is because I wanted more people to be introduced to veganism. And like, she did it. She did, like, she did what I did not have the strength to do. And also, like, another way to, of looking at it is that she did it. She 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 walks so we can run. So she exactly. kind of busts down that door. And it's like always, it's so easy to so be now like. I could do it easierly. Yeah. Easierly. That's what ease. you meant. It's so easy mm. to feel like, oh, Easter Ray did it now and I can't do it. Quinta did it now and I can't do it. No, Tabitha I be feeling Brown like, did it. hell yeah. But like, I feel like that's what the oppressors want you to believe that it's mm. only one, not you, but I'm just saying the period. Like, I know you were just being funny. There's really only, people want us to believe it's only one space for that and it's just like you know it's not so when I look at Tabitha Brown I'm like yo thank you like I feel like I see so much in her story and also knowing how much how long she's waited like she really just dropped a a collection with Target and one thing that like really got me is that all the food she dropped is under eight dollars okay so when we're like looming over um uh when we're in a pre-recession era I have never seen so many people in my life being fiscally responsible, including myself. Like, this is the most I've tightened up in my life just because I feel like I've been reading so much about it and things have been so rough for people. Like, folks are literally having a way harder time than they had before. And people really associate veganism with being too expensive. So I think mm-hmm. that this was really cool. And like, I'm just going to read through some of the things that she has. Um, has And real quick, before I get into that, another thing I like about Tabitha Brown is she got taste buds very similar to us. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, some people, I don't like when y'all like be making... <laughs> celery sticks and shit like I really like food for real like I feel like some foods are not African American you know what I mean like when people be like "Mm, you just take these beets and you eat them raw like I like beets for sure but that's like something I have once a year that's something I have in a juice that's not my day to day like even when I eat quinoa like I'm it's gonna be drenched in olive oil with sea salt and pepper and and fresh garlic and thyme and I'm gonna have a tear down coming in my <laughs> well I you know I actually like quinoa but like or think about yeah. how we eat lentils versus how some people where they're like just add a little salt and pepper it's like hell no way. no no I'm way put shit no way okay we're not just doing that we we getting garlic powder onion powder obey we put everything up in there right like everything so that's what I like about Tabitha Brown but okay so let me read some of the things um she has salt and vinegar cashews yum Vegan barbecue season plant-based patties. They're $4. She has vegan roasted garlic parmesan organic popcorn. Yum. She has vegan pizza ravioli. Delicious. And she has a vegan plant-based sausage with mushrooms for $8. All of these things sound really, really good. I want those ravi. I want the ravioli pizza. Same. I can't wait. I think. Oh, maybe we could do that for Patreon. Maybe we can like eat some of the stuff and review it. Yeah, or or yeah, we can go to Target and be like shop with us. Hey guys. Yes. Okay. And okay. I'm about to say I have the inside scoop about the burger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's her pineapple barbecue burger recipe. 
Ew. Oh, wait. Huh? They didn't say nothing about her ready-made vegan potato salad. <laughs> you ain't see that? I... Hold up. It wasn't <laughs> on the list. It wasn't on the list. Okay, so it might even be more. And in addition to that, she also like dropped some really cool and colorful cookware, like tea kettles and mugs. And shout out to Tab at the Brown getting to the bag, okay? I'm so happy because like the fact that she's black and she's vegan, like I'm just like, yes. Like, thank you, mama, for taking the torch and just running with it. And what a, like, she's the best person to like have the torch. Like, she just is so like... I really believe who she, I really believe she is who she says she is. Yeah, I'm so I'm just I'm so I'm in love. I am though. <laughs> and we're not gonna spend too much time on this because it's like a given. It, it's like a duh moment. But Mariah Carey um is re- reportedly wants primary custody of the twins. Okay. Hell yeah. So according to a report on Radar Online, it's time for um. The, those kids to just be with their mom because his family keeps growing. He recently mm-hmm. like had his twelfth child. Okay, that is so sick minded. Yeah. Um. And somebody says the reality of this is just like a source, quote unquote. The reality of the situation is that Monroe and Moroccan, those are the twins, are usually with Mariah anyway. Nick doesn't see much of them. Um, and it's just like, oh, but she wants to put him on notice that he can't just f- flit in and out of their lives while he attends to other children. And she wants legal standing as the twins primary caregiver. Um, good on her. I feel like for a few reasons, <laughs> for a few reasons, one, I would be questioned if my baby dad just kept having a bunch of kids. Like, it would be very hard for me to go, well, I mean, he take care of his kids. He got money. He got... Because when you're not a bird and when you actually make your own money mm-hmm. and when you're financially secure yourself, that's no longer enough. Exactly. To simply be a, a, make money because mothers can't do that. Mothers exactly. can't, like, go around to nasty. different families and just be like, well, I got, I'm got, i taking care of all these kids. It's just like, it, if the shoe was on the other foot, Mariah Carey just kept having kids and mm-hmm. then not paying them and leaving family and hopping, everybody would be like, what's wrong with you? I mean, yep, most people are saying her. Yeah. Most people are asking what's wrong with Nick Cannon, but it feels like a joke. And who wants their children around that media circus? Like, who wants them exactly. around that? Exactly. And that is not Mariah's style at all. She is not a spectacle. Never. And like, you need, children need way more things than money because at that age, a lot of times kids don't even really give a shit about money. Like, they want to go play. I mean, even though you need money to like go to museums and things like that, what matters is the time. Like the fact that I used to always go to like, it was a time where my mom and dad didn't live together. But when I was a kid, I remember I feel like on the weekends, my dad always made sure we did an activity. Like we used to go to museums and we would go see like, we would go to like, the dinosaur show every time it came up and to this day I love dinosaurs and I love museums like to me the most thing you the one of the most fun things you could do is take me to a museum mm-hmm. and I'm like I have my dad to thank for that because he really made sure to like take me to those and saw that I was enjoying it and kept on taking me and it became a thing and it influenced me as an adult like that's something that yes he had to pay to get into museums but that experience that like you know attention to detail and the the time time. you cannot buy that exactly like there's pictures of like me outside of a museum and I remember my dad taking that picture 
So yeah. it's just like, it's things like that. Like, that is time. You can't just be like, oh, like, we're tickets. Like, oh, just go in and do the stuff like that. And in reality, you're a person, like, you get tired. And I know he is, like, sick. Um, And so his immune, he might, and he works a lot. Like, I will say that he's not a lazy person. He's always working. And he's probably, like, exhausted. So it's like that you're not going to be able to put in the time to spend with these kids. That's what they really, really need. Yeah, and I just, it's so real. I think about the same thing with my dad. Like, my dad put in time with me when I was a kid, and, like, that's what I remember the most. Like, of course I remember the toys. Of course I remember, like, little things like that that money bought. But at the end of the day, my dad was not Nick Cannon rich, and he didn't need to be Nick Cannon rich in order to be, like, a good dad, like, a prominent figure in my life. Like, the money is what, like, I feel like the money is out of the question, right? It's just out of the question. I think what's in question is, like, why are you doing this? Why are you just having all these kids to be funny with all these different women? It's irresponsible to me. And I don't, I, I'm past my era of like, well, some people could do what they do. Some things are against social norms for a reason. Like some things are taboo for a reason because it's weird. Um, another thing. Shame and, exists for a reason. Shame you know? exists for a reason. He's not marrying these women. It's like, it's not like a, what's it called? A co- covenant or something like that. Like, let's not pretend like, oh, well, this African culture, it's a totally different vibe it's a totally different situation and that's not what Nick Cannon is doing it's something egotistical it might be associated with some trauma and I'm not here to judge that as much as I'm here to say that like if it were me and it were my that was my children's father I'm like look I'm I don't know what's going on up in here and I don't think you should be a decision maker for these kids also Mm -hmm. I don't even know who you're bringing them around because here's the thing like if you if you're ex has a, or your your child's father has a new partner, you have to accept that, yes, this new partner is now going to be around my kids. But hopefully you get a chance to vet that person, meet that person, exchange numbers with that person. I know that's how it was when my mom or my dad moved on to a new partner, like the other was aware of it. But when it's just different women... <laughs> Like you can't even you 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 rob the mother of knowing like who gonna be around her kids because you can't keep track of it. Exactly. And you don't know these people. Like you don't you it's important that you know who your children are around. Especially you when you're get, Mariah Carey's exactly. kids. Exactly. <laughs> and getting getting to know twelve I mean, I think he had not twelve, I think he well um ten. Like that's yeah, even better. Yeah, six six get, uh, six minimum. Yeah, so getting to know that many women, having that, you can't have one-on-one time with that many people. Come on, it's ridiculous. It really is crazy. It really is crazy. I just, ugh. I understand her. Um, I hope. I mean, I feel like any judge with is going to be like rules in your favor because this is very unconventional, and like most of the time, the court rules in a woman's favor anyway, in a mother's favor anyway. So it was like that on top of that being like a a, a, a spectacle. I'm sure she'll get uh, custody simply for that reason. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's move into the sunken place. And honestly, we're, we don't even have to spend a lot of time on this, but it's just weird to me. Like people who use LinkedIn to get attention. Sickos. Absolute like, sick, demented people. Can we talk about the original purpose of LinkedIn? LinkedIn a damn job. was supposed to be a virtual resume. It was supposed to be a virtual resume in a space to network with people. I want a job at MTV. 
Now, and all of a sudden, I have access to the people who work there. I get to know what they did beforehand. I get to look for jobs. I get to connect yes. with people after business meetings. Goodbye, business cards. Hello, LinkedIn. Like, it's just this way to track your own work, too. It was like, it's, it's LinkedIn is an amazing place, and I've made some incredible connections on LinkedIn. I always encourage people to use LinkedIn. I've even really uh, enjoyed following some like LinkedIn influencers, like thought leaders, um, like the guy who plays Issa's uh, little brother on Insecure. Mm-hmm. We're connected on LinkedIn and I get to watch all the things he shares about like stories, like, you know, like his work that's coming up. People who work at Netflix are like sharing like the part they play. It's just really cool to see like that business aspect of the creative life. Mm-hmm. And finding out like what pathways that people took, yeah, um, like that gives you some inspiration. Exactly. So like LinkedIn uh, influencers are incredibly helpful, except for people who are just like lying to get attention. Like so, this guy the other day, and he may not have been lying, but he just was telling a story that just was like, "You're doing too much, and you're you're making this." somebody else's thing about you. Like people on LinkedIn make being a good person like so, 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 it's like newsworthy. And absolutely psychotic. I'm sorry. He was like, so I hired a woman who was pregnant. Um, she gave birth, she came back and we honored it. Just going to put it out there to people that you want to hire like women who are pregnant. And it's like, all right, whatever. We get the gist that a lot of times pregnant women are discriminated against. They get low wages statistically. Like that's all fine and dandy. But like, like Sabrina, like you said earlier, that should have been that pregnant woman's story to tell. It's not yours to try to hang your hat on something. It's just like, I feel like a lot of white men are doing it. They're like Mm -hmm. using other people's stories about how they were decent people at one point. One time this woman was like, I just had an interview. She was black. I just had an interview and I knew I was going to be the token hire. So I said, no. It's like, how the hell did you know you was going to be the fucking token hire, bitch? I done said it like 17 different interviews and I didn't have no fucking clue what they was doing. And like, and I know I'm very intuitive. It's just people be lying. People just be lying and telling stories of like how like they, they been through something and they put it on LinkedIn. And it's just like, um, like, you know, I hire somebody with a disability today. I'm just going to tell you all, change the way you're hiring. Hire people who, it's just like, what are you even talking? You should be hiring people with disability. You want a cookie? Like, what's next? Are you happy you hired a fat person? (laughs) Sorry. My worst fear is somebody hired me. Guess what? Fatty's in. Like, what? The other day, some woman was like, I did get laid off today, but I also got engaged. I was like, what? <laughs> that is such freak behavior. You shouldn't like, even... First of all, who would even like want to marry somebody like that? But you know what? Freakazoids always have a good... Her, uh, freakazoids always have a, a, like an easier time, like, you know, meeting people because it's a no shortage of They don't of get embarrassed. That's why. They don't get embarrassed. People um, putting their births on, like, and, like, I understand, like, how you can, like, talk about, like, you can bring work into things. Yeah. You can, like, yeah. bring work into things and you can, like, make it relevant. Um, But, like, I just feel like some people are just overdoing it. All y'all need to damn do is post 
um this position for this one like at this point like i feel like everybody on linkedin y'all is on punishment like there should be like a national lockdown where like all you do is post like you can't y'all cannot handle like telling good stories because you like y'all really do not know how to act with that like i just was thinking of like i can't like i know you just said it but thinking about that i knew i was gonna be the token heart because i've seen stories like that too and it's like how do you know how do you know that? Just, just take like, the damn and job. And who, who said that you was the shit like that? Just you know? take the damn job. Like, my thing just is... Just take the fucking job. Like, and if you didn't really need the job, why would you even go to the interview? Why is you playing with them people's time like that? So it's... Oh, it's just so much. And a big pet peeve of mine is humble bragging. If nobody knows, don't do that shit around me because you will, I will embarrass you. It's very irritating to me. And I will not, I will not give a fuck. Like I will just look at you and not care about your accomplishment. Like I'm so serious. I hate humble bragging. Cause why are you doing it? Um, LinkedIn is for exposing. <laughs> I love it, when people expose on LinkedIn. That's great. Exactly. Because, like, I give love me that. a shout. Let me know if this company is shitty. Don't like exactly. toxic. Don't let me join. Like, let me know. And if you're not going to call the name of the company out, keep it on the playground. I don't care. Exactly. Like, let me know who, who fucking you left and right. Don't, or who did it once you're out of that situation and like you're in a new space. Don't, like, that's useful to me. That's useful to me. Exactly. <laughs> that is. Or be like, you know, I started out working at Forever 21. And now I'm like head of Viacom. Like I'm like, holy here we go. Shit. That's what How I'm you here do that, for, baby. Or like, like, I love shit like that. Or like somebody was just having this like conversation about how diversity and inclusion and belonging has changed uh, after 2020. That's a good conversation. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's delicious. More of that. Like I want that. <laughs> that tastes very good. Um, I like predictions. Like, oh, this is what I predict. Like a trend because that's literally professional. It is not professional to be just like using other somebody else's layoffs to get attention. Like somebody else was like, I feel so bad for all the folks. Like you know at X organization that got laid off. If you need a job, come. It's like, you don't actually have enough jobs to support all the people getting laid off. Like, I just feel like be realistic about that. Be realistic. And also like your company going to lay off in the next two months. So it's like you telling people to come there. You don't, do you know if you're like, like I've seen it myself where there are companies that, People be will be at a manager level. They think that their company is in a good place. They invite people to apply. It's like you are just having rose-colored glasses on about the state of your company. You're encouraging other people to apply. You about to be laid off next. Stop telling people to apply there. Like, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> you go... <laughs> you really about to be uh, writing the same post in two months. You might as well just shut up and watch what they're doing. You need to be stacking. Because, like, I'm like, are you look like, look at your company. Like, especially when it be people in other tech industries. Like, okay, Twitter just laid off. Now you have Facebook. Like, oh, I'm sending a lot of people at Twitter come here. The next thing you know, Meta get laid off. Like, if, if I would be quiet if I was, like, in the tech. Just be quiet. Like, shut up. Like, you don't know. It's a wild, wild west market. Just, and also, I feel like I don't think people truly want to help. I think instead they just want to, they see the conversation that's happening and they're like, I can get some engagement from this. It's like, you don't Engagement even really, junkies piss me off. Engagement junkies, like people who sit there and get hard off of likes, they don't get no. <laughs> <laughs> but you 
credit card. card. You don't get no money like this. <laughs> but I can see if you like you were. I mean, I know there are some LinkedIn sponsors, but like some people be real hard off of likes, and like you're not eating off of this. And you probably got poor performance at work because you always on LinkedIn. <laughs> get off. <laughs> and the posts, excuse my language, the posts be girthy. Like they be so <laughs> long. Sorry. Dumb posts be, y'all know them long ass like essays people be writing on. Like, they be long as hell too. It don't just be like one simple set. It be paragraphs, y'all. At least yes, four. Yes. It really do. It really do. Somebody put a GoFundMe up recently <laughs> on there. I'm like, oh, I just maybe. <laughs> it's too damn much. Too much. So just. Keep LinkedIn professional. Yes, I would like to gatekeep LinkedIn. I surely would. I don't want it to be Facebook reloaded. <clears throat> Period. All right. So let's get into common senses, right? This week for common senses, we're talking about honing in on our style, 2023 and beyond, and how we're yes. doing that. Like, it's just such an exciting conversation. We felt like, why not have a little fun? You know, me and Sabria, we've been talking a lot about like getting our hair done. And like, I feel like this is the most me and you have talked about our hair in a very long time <laughs> because we both typically just do the same things over and over again with our yeah. hair. Like, it's always the same styles. Yeah, and I'm like, I need to switch it up because I I want to have something. I want to have something that's like pristine. I want to have something that don't get in the way when I'm like, you know, kissing. Like I want to like, I want to be okay. You about to be kissing? You plan to be kissing? No, I don't know, but like I just want to have something substantial. Um. And I'm like, all this time, like, I be thinking, I'm like, yo, I have wasted so much money because like, I keep on buying synthetic wigs. Don't get me wrong. My wigs be cute. But I'm like, I keep on buying it. I'm like, I could be, the smart thing is to save up for a human hair wig. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, instead of being like, wow, well, this is all I got, I'm just <laughs> going to be like, you know, I'm going to take the steps to save and I'm going to get what I want. So I'm so excited to get my hair done because I'm like, ugh, like, I feel like I'm back. And also, excuse me, as a black woman, hair can be like very fun and it can be very stressful. Um, This week was like accommodation too. It was only stressful because I couldn't like, make up my mind and I was like trying to lock in a stylist that had like weekend availability because I know some people be wanting to do go out and begin but I'm like stop I got a nine to five like please but pausing Uh, on is stressful real quick it's stressful because like it the wrong hairstyle will really have you feeling like you're not yourself exactly and it could be neat it could be nice right just the wrong length it's just like i don't look like who i am and this is going to attract the wrong things <laughs> exactly exactly because everybody knows that like, i'm a fucker chick like i just <laughs> like i like hair to look for me I don't really like hair when it's like new. Like I like it to look like lived in, like worn. Like my, like one of my dream hairstyles is like y'all know how Tiana Taylor is like wearing that now, where it's like her hair, but like she has like some locks into it. Like that's like one of my dream hairstyles. Mm. Like I love that hair. Like it's still big, but it's like like. I would say, like, a more polished, like, Lisa Bonet 80s. Like, I feel like that's, yeah. like, probably, like, my end goal, like, style. But, that's like, gla- it's, like, glamour, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I feel like Tiana Taylor, hers is, like, the glamour elevated version. So, that's, like, what I like. 
Um, and for me, like for instance, I had, um, oh my God, knotless braids, um, a few years ago and it was, the hair was beautiful. Like it was so nicely done, but the more I kept on looking at myself, like when I first got it done and how like flat it was, like I freaked out because I'm like, this is not me. Like I don't mm-hmm. get it. That's what I was like thinking. This. Yep, that's what I was thinking about. I'm so used to like getting like I used to get like big twist. Like I love like when Marley twists like hit the scene. I'm like, oh yeah, I need those. Like I've had Marley twists and a Guise twist. Like I love stuff like that because it still is like voluminous. I like voluminous stuff. That's what I'm realizing about me. I like stuff that's like has a lot of volume to it. Like big hair. Even when I have like twists. Um, so I was like trying to like, I'm like being budget and I'm like trying to nail it. Like, what will I be most comfortable? I finally found it, but I'm like, oh, like I just can't wait to get it done. But yeah, that's the stressful part. It's like, like you said, cause like for me, like seeing knotless braids on Iman, I'm like, oh my God, that's so her. Thank you. I feel so, like Solange yeah. when I get them. Yes. I'll- yeah. I really feel like you are Solange when you get them. <laughs> That's literally what I'd be going for. I'd be like, do I like Solange? And like, that's it. But I know what you mean. Like, in the same way that I can't wear wigs. Like, you know how I look. Like, I look like I'm in a disguise. And I, people keep saying, like, uh, <laughs> people keep saying that, like, oh, is you getting the wrong wig? And that's true. But the thing is, in order for me to, like, be able to afford the wig that I want, I would have to get it professionally done consistently. And I got to be realistic about, like, if that's for me right this second, like maybe one day I'm praying one day, but like they just don't look like I see some, my mom, my mom wear wig every day and it look like a sewing. It looks like a sewing. And then I wear it. It sits on top of my head. I'm just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> but no, I love that. I'm so excited to see like your next style. Um, Thank you. I'll, let y'all know I'm getting a sew-in. I haven't gotten a sew-in in years. I have not gotten a sew-in in I'm so excited to years. see Years. And the reason why is because just having like 4C hair, being completely afraid of heat damage, working out, just like PTSD from sew-ins and my leave out. <laughs> like that's been big for me. A lot of people um can pull off frontals, but like I got to be realistic about myself. I'm not good at upkeeping with things like that. And I'm not about to have nothing lifting on my head. That's just it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have a leave out that ain't completely blended so I can put a hat on, a scarf on, or just try my luck with the flat irons. Cause I know I'm good at flat iron when I can't, when I really put my mind to it. But to have something lift, every time somebody made eye contact with me, I'd be like, what you looking at? I would think they're looking at my part. I really would. So I'm just like, I know me. <laughs> I can't do it this second. I know some women. That should be melted right into their head. It looks be- it looks perfect, but you gotta know yourself and what you're able to do. And I'm just I'm too much too soon. Maybe later on in life I'll try it, but not right now. So yeah. I wanted to take it back. I wanted I want to get the old school, you know, sew in with the leave out. I want a classic sew in. Like when I was looking at like different hairstyles, like you know, people always be like the '90s it girl, like with the layers. But yes, I want layers. I want to give Aaliyah. I want to give Sanaa Lathan. I want to give 
making good. Like, that's what I want because, like, I've just ne- I haven't seen myself with that sewing before in my life. And I just want to see what that looks like. I want to curl. I want to wave. I want to have fun. I'm and so I'll let excited. y'all know how it goes in the gym, but I'm going to be brave. Like, this one girl was just saying, like, everything damages your hair. And that's so true. It's that so... is so freaking true. So freaking true. Like, for me, like, if I wear something like a wig too much, that would damage my hair just because I feel like um, it cuts off my circulation. And I'm like, oh, if the blood is not going through my scalp the right way, what will happen to my hair? Braids. Like, I'm seeing at the top here, like, right near some of my braids, like, a little bit of hair. Like, I'm telling you, like, a few strands have broken off just from, like, you know, not being in the braid. Uh, hair is so fragile. Like, it's so fragile. Just thinking about it, like... How it is, like, it's literally so fragile. It's like, I feel like no matter what you do, it's, everything is just going to damage your hair. I feel like your hair is going to be damaged. You're yeah, bald. Like, you're going to have razor bumps. Your hair growing. It's just, it's always something. It's always something. So I just want to get like, all right, I'll wear, I use the heat protectant. I'll wrap my hair up every night. I'll work out with a scarf on or I'll work out with like, you know, a hat on. I've seen so many black women on TikTok being innovative. Like you wear your headband and then you put your scarf on top. Apparently that really helps. I've seen, it's a lot of innovation. But I'm going to just try my luck and see what happens. But it's plenty of women who have leave outs and their hair isn't damaged. So it's like, it's just a way of doing everything. Exactamundo. If my hair Um, don't go back, I will still be honest about that, even if I'm wrong. Exactly. But yeah, I'm excited. Like, I feel like getting into our um, bad girl bags because, like, I feel the same way. Like, I'm just tired of, like, having to be like, oh, like, stick this up. Like, getting so many, like, um, like having to, uh, like, I had lost recently. I had got this, um, I'm going to say, in the girlies that wear wigs. No. It's just, like, elastic band thing that helps your wig from not moving. And I misplaced mine. I feel like every fucking time I get one, I always misplace it. I misplaced it. And I'm like, if I misplace that, then my wig's fucked. And I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, I just it was be so nice getting a protect. I was like, I'm a surprise, y'all. But Yay. getting a protective style that like I don't really have to worry about, and then I can focus on like you know getting my like you know human hair shebang like you know because what was I say because I be wearing a wig down, okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I'm excited about that and still like being my style, doing it my doing my own way. <laughs> um. If you know, you know. But yeah, yes. it's very exciting. Um, like really coming into your style, and like I started um doing this thing where I only want to get things that is my style, even if it's like for work. I don't want to buy anything unless it's my style. Um, because for a while I was doing, I was like buying stuff that's like presentable. And then I was buying things that's like my style. And I'm like, oh, that's just so much. Like, because I want to be able to wear like, you know, even my work stuff. If I have to wear it, like, you know, dressing up somewhere, I still want to wear that stuff. I don't want to have to like have a whole, like I'd be a whole different person. Like, that's too much. Yeah, so, that's not, and that don't feel good. Even it don't if it's just good. at work. Like, even I'd be uncomfortable as hell. Um, because I be needing to be myself all the time. Like I need, that's a part of the reason why I got like half my arm tattooed because it's so important for me to express myself or I'll be super uncomfortable. So 
I started like making wish lists of like outfits and stuff I want to wear and like thinking about like, oh, like what shoes? Because I have a bunch of shoes that haven't utilized and I want to try to like wear shoes. Like when I go out somewhere, make it a point to wear shoes that like I usually don't wear all the time. Um, So yeah. And also defining like, what is my style? And like, what like pulling inspiration like what do I want to look at look like what is like trying to get to the end goal of what I think my final form is yeah that's that's I'm in the same bag like I feel like sometimes the only thing that be in my head is how other people dress and I'm just like I don't want to dress like that I don't want to look like that you know yes there are some women like when I look at their style I'm like oh well, that is nice like that is nice but like I want to be able to deliver that like I want to be able to deliver a look where people look at me and go oh that's nice most importantly where I look at myself and go that is nice like I really like this this is original I feel like that's like the key for me like of course course, I'm going to always draw inspiration from other people. Nobody is truly 100% original. Like that's just not it. We all have like inspirations. And for me, it's like definitely like hyper, it's like, it's crazy. It's hyper feminine, but sometimes I like to dress like a little boy too. So it's like, it's, it's like both ends of the spectrum at different times. Like I guess ambiguous would be a better word. Um, I like to be ambiguous, but then there are times where I like to dress like Mariah Carey and like the, we belong together video. Like that's just like the two sides or like a Marie and just this, just one thing. So I've been pushing myself to step outside of ASOS and y'all know I love ASOS because of that (laughs) tall shop. Um, mm-hmm. when you are tall, you are limited. You are limited with when you're tall and you're not like thin, you are very limited as to where you can shop. Um, yeah. and when like you have a larger shoe size, you are very limited. I try to stick to, you know, shoes that are 100% like vegan, but it can be a challenge because I have grown up with like not really having like the range for shoes and it's been really frustrating. It also made me not like feel like I could never dress in the ways that I wanted to. Like it always left me feeling like, oh, like I got to wear the Miss Doubtfire shoes. Like (laughs) (laughs) I I can't be Betty in these fucking loafers like you know like I want to wear it I want to be a baddie I do I want to be a baddie so it's like (laughs) you gotta step away from like the nanny 2000s and like really just work with what you got so that's why I was at ASOS a lot they got They really, um, they really rock with the size inclusivity, and I, I appreciate that. But I have found that, like, so I ordered some things recently from different sites, and like when I say, usually I try on things and I show mama. I went all the way to another floor and I tried them on by myself because I was just like, oh, this ain't gonna fit. This ain't gonna fit. And it's just like some things do fit. A big thing that's imp- that I've learned to do is to look at what the model's height is. I'm like, okay, cool. Sis yes. is five eight. You know, she's five eight. I'm six one so it's not so this might fit like this dress if it's a maxi dress on her it's probably gonna like maybe go to the middle of my shins which won't be too awkward like making guesses like that another thing is if you have like an unconventional height um I wish I would order like new things from places like um 
like stores that you can take back to. Because I don't know if it's just other people, if it's just me or other people like this too. I hate having to like send things back because one, I don't know when I'm going to get my money back. I always feel like my package is just going to be lost into the universe and like just never get back. I know that probably don't happen, but I just don't like it. I like surefire things. So I'm like, all right, you know what? If I can order something from free people, let me order from free people, the store. So that that way, if this don't fit, I can take it back to the store and immediately get my refund, reallocate those funds for something new. <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. how I think. Let me take this, these, if I want to get like a pair of bands and I don't know what size I wear in this model shoe, I'm going to get them from Urban Outfitters because that way I could take them back to the store and yes. get my money back immediately and then go somewhere else to find, like, I don't know, a mm-hmm. Converse. But it's just like playing around with your style is, like, essential, especially if you are like me and trying to move away from, like, fast fashion. Like, I'm getting into, like, Lululemon. Sabria has been, like, recommending that. And they have these tall um, sizes. And, like, they're super broad with, like, the different, like, um not just like inseam, but just like the width that they carry as well. I want to get into Madewell. I start getting back into Gap and it's just like rediscovering your body again. Cause it's like, I don't know what size I wear in these things, but it helps knowing that you can like take it back to the store. So I just want to like go all over the place and not feel like I have to be confined to like any particular thing. Like I just want to play around and see what I'll come up with this year. Exactly. Um, and also like for me, I'm just going on t- like f- I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. I still love hot topic. I'm like, if it's not fixed, wait, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I said <laughs> if it's not fixed, but if it's not broke, don't fix it. So it's like little pieces I see, and I'm like, oh, I like like obviously I'm not like you know getting like um you know the ugly shit that they have, but it's. <laughs> I'll say there goes my sponsor. But like <laughs> I like there's little things that I'm like, oh, I know I, how I can freak this. Cause like yeah. my thing is I still like I don't want to give up like wearing Hello Kitty stuff and like Monster House stuff. I'm like, I see how I can freak this and make it like an elevated version of who I am. So that's like what I'm on a mission to do is like let me freak it. Like and their band you know, t-shirts are like the best, like their music t-shirts and stuff. Anytime exactly. I want it, like if I'm like, oh, I want an Ariana Grande t-shirt that's hot topic for me like that's exactly. where i go exactly and you know you can like cut it up and like my favorite thing is to do is take my shears and cut oh, like make a v-neck <laughs> yeah baby like i just <laughs> love doing stuff like that also i need to order another corset like i need to just go i'm like balls to the wall baby that's like what i want to do also, this is something that I'm going to ask for help with because like I have been really trying to support like um black owned, women owned, queer owned, BIPOC owned and all the way they all the ways they just um intersect, but literally small owned businesses by marginalized people. But here's the worst thing to do. The worst thing to do is to Google that. Because if I Google Black-owned fashion, like, of course, like, Telfar is going to come up. Of course, like, you know, Hanifa is going to come up. But then there's always, I'm um, no shade. Like, it's going to be like the Yas Queen 
Nuck if you brunch. I don't like stuff like that. I don't like to wear clothes like that. Like, you know, like some, like I saw, um, shout out to um, Zara. She posted like this really cool, like um, bag brand. And it's like these fluffy heart shaped, like tote bags. And I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. That's original. That's a piece. Like a tell from it. It's like really, really good. And like, I've been like getting it from different people's stories and like spoon like and just bites but if anyone has like some really really great like small businesses that I can support I'm like yeah I don't want all of my hoodies to be from urban outfitters if it's one that I can if I can support like um like a small owned business and they have a really cool tie-dye hoodie like I would much rather rather get it from them um but it's about like lack of knowledge because I am moving away from like ASOS like I'm not that fashion girl like I'm just not her I'm discovering new brands every day on Instagram and through like, you know, style uh, bloggers. So I'm like so open to hearing like any cool brands. Same. Um, But also y'all know my flow. (laughs) Rock out 666 chick. (laughs) But but yeah, that's my, I want to be the loudest version of myself. That's what it is. Yes, we, uh, I feel like, uh, the song In Her Mood by Ice Spice is what got us, like, acting like this. Subconsciously, yeah. Like, that's what it is. That's exactly <laughs> Hell yeah. what it is. But, um, yeah, y'all, just look out for us being, um, a Betty with her Betty friend all 2023. Like, that's what is given. Um, let us know what your style goals are for 2023. We love to hear you put it in a few words for us. Make sure you sign up to the Patreon. It's pay as you wish. We got some programming planned for February coming. It's a surprise because we haven't talked about <laughs> it yet, but we'll have it soon. Um, then we will uh let y'all know. Um, make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. Make sure you follow us on on Twitter, BLK Girl Brunch. You can follow me on Instagram at Imam You can follow Sab- you can follow me on Twitter. I thought you can follow Sabria. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Matei and Sabria. And you can follow me at Frankenfem underscore on Twitter and it's Frankenfem on Instagram. Alright, that's it. That's the show. Peace.